Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Oh, guano, which is scientist talk for shit. <laughs> we saw bats, so you know what that means. We are excited because tonight we are going to talk about an actor that we love, Lou Diamond Phillips. LDP in a movie called Bats, a movie that has sequels, but with none of this cast. A movie that, you guessed it, is about bats. Honestly, That's all you really need to know. I guess a lot of bats. And maybe if we want to add to that, and bats that eat people. I mean, that's really the premise of the movie. Bats that eat people get loose in a town, and Lou Diamond Phillips has to save the day. Oh, and Lou Diamond Phillips is Southern. Okay, so, (laughs) movie came out in 1999. 
Which is interesting because when you watch it, if I told you 1987, you'd be like, okay, sure. <laughs> but tonight, we are going to break down this movie with my two co-hosts. Please welcome them to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas! There's four seats? Four Ooh seats, Jason, because tonight we do have a special guest. Ooh how, did this get, uh, how did this get made? All-star, if you will. But before we get... I in, will. <laughs> before we get into that, I did want to ask you this. Were you surprised to find out, as much as I was, that this movie was released theatrically? Okay. I, yes, I am. Second, and forgive me if you yes. included this earlier in your statements... Had never heard of this movie in my entire life. Don't think that that's stop. odd. I don't think that that's odd. But here's the thing. I'm not sure why, because it was great! We this love that. This movie was that. great! I was like, oh my God, give me this little town set piece forever. I fucking, this should be a classic. Why don't we watch this like we watch Tremors? Fuck you. I am on the same page here because... Boy, I thought it was dynamite. I love it. I mean, I love LDP. I was like, they're in a mine now, and they're wearing spacesuits? This movie's got it all. Except for the bad guys are bats. You can't shoot bats with a handgun. Come Jason, on. hold on. Get we him will, out here. Get we him out will get here. him out here. Please welcome my other co-host, June Diane Raphael. How are you, June? I'm well. How are you, Paul? I'm doing well. June, Dina Meyer, one of the stars of this movie. Incredible. Incredible. One of my co-stars in Piranha 3D. Uh, she she was really? just as awesome as you would expect. But she's afraid of bats. Are you afraid of bats? Of course. I'm an, I'm an American adult woman. Yes. I of course I am. You. I wouldn't trust you if you weren't afraid of bats. I'd be like, ooh, that's a Russian spy. <laughs> if you'll remember, Paul, I did have an encounter with a bat a few Don't. years back. Okay. And I thought, oh, God, it was so upsetting because I thought at first <laughs> that, you know, one of my deceased relatives um, has been coming back as a hummingbird. And so I thought... Oh, my God. It was nighttime in Ojai, and I thought, oh, my God, look at all those hummingbirds. I've never seen a, a roost of hummingbirds together <laughs> like that. All those hummingbirds <laughs> on the roof of this cave. And I was so excited. And when I realized they were bats, it was just, it was really upsetting. I mean, they really are just night birds <laughs> that carry disease. <laughs> And that's pollinate like that, that was, our jungles, which is something Paul, I learned, yes. And that's what was so crazy about 
about our zoologist, our scientist, Mm. Dina, because she never brought up the fact that bats have caused a lot of trouble. Great point. Great point. Jimmy at one point says, "Should we get some garlic for this?" Uh, Making the connection between the bats that vampires turn into, um, and just nobody. I think that Jimmy is a ghost in the movie. He's saying things all the time, like, "How come nobody asked me if I wanted to stay here?" And then everybody's like, "Well, we got to go to the thing." As if, yeah, it's a shame. Jimmy died last couple. couple hours ago they ignore him like they did not include him in one conversation what if we just oh it's true jimmy doesn't need to jimmy entertains himself now i don't want to get too far into it because we do have a special guest the whole show before the guest comes out our special guest tonight uh is a a a film a tv an amazing actor a, a writer but also the person who introduced us to a little-known <laughs> L.A. Uh, a tour, the Jason Statham tour. Please welcome Ike Barinholtz! Thank you. Thank you. Ike, welcome back. It's been far too long. Too long. I wore my Statham shirt. Love it! My favorite... One of our sail it free and easy. <laughs> we cannot get started. We, we cannot. We can't. We cannot. I, I, I wish I, I, I feel like I would have watched a Jason Statham movie in preparation. <laughs> um, where do you fall in the bats world? Do you know about bats? Have you seen bats? The movie? The movie. Uh, no. He did, I will say this. Backstage, Ike did say to me, now. Are we going to watch the movie out there? <laughs> I was terrified that we were going to watch the whole movie again. <laughs> it's like, that was like four minutes ago. Uh, uh, I, I'm not afraid of bats. Uh, I have no experience with them, except for the time that a giant, uh, I was unloading some stolen goods and a man dressed like a bat beat up me and my co Well, that, I mean, uh, this guy has been getting a lot. I mean, he's cleaning he's the up the bat. city, but he's also, I mean, what's up with him? He seems a little weird, this guy, he's right? He's dressed like a bat. I swear to God, <laughs> boss. <laughs> I don't know if I would associate. After seeing the bats Wait, in this movie. Are you a goon for the Falcone family? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Mr. Falcone, I swear to God, he looks exactly like a bat. I don't know what to tell you. Mr. Cob- Mr. Cobblepot, you got to understand. All I have to say is this. We're just going to do that Batman bits instead. It. When I see Batman, I would not think of the bats that I see in this movie. Like, no, no, bats are terrifying. These bats with their little fingers climbing in. Like, the the daintiness of their legs and fingers in this movie freaked me the fuck out. I will say, like, the... In the same way that, like, um, 28 Days Later introduced us to fast zombies, this movie introduced us to jacked Jacked. bats. They were all jacked. Jacked bats, and they were all, like, ripped. They all had insane shoulders. (laughs) Also, I'll I'll tell you a little little, little Hollywood secret, industry secret. When you see a bat in a movie, it's jacked. It's steroids. (laughs) They are oh, the secret. Taking Trembolone, HGH, doing a full cycle. We never, like we never heard the full, the full thing that this scientist did. He's like, 
oh, no, I just injected them with steroids. I made them angry and very strong. <laughs> and, you can hit a 500-foot home run. <laughs> there were times that the, the bat faces looked like French bulldogs. Yes! I was like... I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Yeah, I think some props guy in Alhambra was just taping a bat body to a bunch of Frenchy puppies. <laughs> My dog Petunia can be in this movie. My dog Petunia is really good. He's shoving them into a bat costume. But I, okay, um, so, so Paul, here's what I don't understand, yes, actually. Um, and I didn't love this movie the way that you two love this movie. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Uh, I, I don't did know I love you... it? No. Did I really like it? Yes. Okay. But I, I, could, I could not understand what the what the purpose of injecting these bats with these steroids was. Um, I know they were becoming weapons, but some, here's my question. The really big bats, the really big ones. The jacked bats. The jacked bats. It seemed like there were like two of those. Yes, yes there only were two. Two, okay. those are two, two main bats. Those are the two hero bats that escaped. Okay, this so they're like, they're like number one two and two on the call sheet. Escaped. Yes. They escaped a prison. So but, those two bats, okay, so those two bats escape to prison, but will the rest of the bats that we know and love become those bats? Yes. Eventually? That's well, what, we that's saw, the fear, I think. We saw that moment where they do the, the computer analysis of, in six weeks, they'll be in, they'll yeah. be in New Orleans for Mardi but Gras. Paul, and in one year, it will be the, the entire... Thing. But here's the one thing. One year, New York for the St. Patrick's Day Parade. <laughs> they're be, they'll, be, they'll make it to Coachella. <laughs> they got they're a very at, big social you know Glastonbury, <laughs> Mr. President. They're Global at, they're, stuck yeah. in, they're stuck in the mud at Burning Man. <laughs> Was anybody here at Burning Man stuck in the mud? Raise no. your hand. This is a nice Of no, course yeah. not. Good. Of course not. Good. You f- <laughs> but I here's love the that thing. a this get made crowd is like, what? <laughs> of course not. Yeah. They listen to podcasts. They don't go to Burning Man. But... So, so all of the little bats, though, are still like murderous bats. Yes, yes. yes. But they don't have okay. the enhancements, I believe. Wait, so wait, are you saying that those two bats are just controlling the other bats yes. to attack? But the other bats also are killers as well. That's what I, I thought. Think they've, but... got, they've got the fever, but I don't think they've, I don't think they've been given the enhancements. I thought that it was steroids. passed onto them by like biting, by the two uh, the two escapees. They they said at one point the good news. Wait, we have good news. Right, only other bats can get this. Right, yes. So there there is a threat there. I did like when they took the tracker yeah. and they put it on that bat, and then the other two bats <laughs> instantly marked it. This the whole thing that even in nature <laughs> snitches get stitches. This, yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by. Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated 
perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think it could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at captaincrunch.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's also, by the way, an incredible set piece where they arrive at a school and fully do oh an opera soundtrack, oh a team montage the whole school. And at the end of the montage, they're like, we have to go to the mine. <laughs> Goodbye. They're Goodbye, so, school. But, but there's so many. Well, it's, it zeros out the whole Jason, last five there's minutes. So many, is, there's so many things in this movie like that. <laughs> so uh, in the mine, they are the plan, the big plan to kill these bats is to get a giant cooler, like a giant air conditioner down there. But they have to go and just turn it on. It's already there. But, Great news. It's already there. Why not turn it on before you've dropped it in? Well, because they wanted to get it in deep enough, they didn't want to scare the bats out. So, so you're so saying bats, the sound of it on would have scared them? It's, uh, uh, air conditioners and bats are like people moving in T-Rexes. So if an air conditioner is on, they're going to get freaked out. But if you just, just lower, lower it, slowly, it they are, oh, what's up? Nothing. I don't see anything. Get okay, em. here's another question. You know they're in the mine. Why not just close off all the entrances? Okay, well, this brings up a problem that I have, too. So, and I guess the, I, I, now that I'm, I think I'm going to answer my own question, is that they had to turn on the refrigeration unit. Because I was like, what's the difference between uh, blowing up the dynamite at the top of the mine and the bombs that the airplanes would have dropped on it anyway? Like, truly. They needed to turn the machine on and get it, right? out and blow the door before any okay, bats so that Okay, so it's okay. That, I guess that's it. Yeah. yeah. The movie but, makes sense, guys. Chill. <laughs> Sorry, I, I will say this. The opening sequence, we're about to see this young man and girl. They're, they're in the car. They, they, they're about they, to, he's about to pin her. It was very 1955. Yes. 
very, like, it felt like, oh, this is a, a small town unaffected by 1999 culture. This is a year yeah, before that, 2000. It was like that the opening of Thriller. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that you know? reveal, but that this, when I looked up and saw that it was 1999, I was, I truly was like, 92. This yes, felt yes. very early 90s. Yes. This is giving me big Twister vibes, this I, well, movie. Mm. I was trying to figure out what spawned this movie. Like, right. what, what, what was successful a couple years before that? Because arachnophobia had 91, already been out early. Like That's, eight years yeah. before that. I feel like this was in a time of like Lake Placid. Like oh. big, yeah. big scary things, anaconda, With like an that outbreak sphere kicker. Yes, a hundred. Yeah, it's a okay. movie. But yeah. this also, like, I mean it, Twister, because this also had like big, like, like POV from the bats, from the sky, from yeah. the like. But real- when that POV of the bat comes on, I'm like. This movie looks like shit. Like it, yeah. like it's a weird different, lens. Like, different lens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did look at the end of the cold open. They're like, they're letting you know these aren't just bats. These are Texas bats, <laughs> which means they're armed and uh, deny women yes. health coverage. They are. Well, I, these what are, that means in case these you're are, all those all those bats were wearing those shirts that say uh, "back off" or uh, "I'm a fucking big dog." They all have big dog shirts on. All the bats, all the bats are like, we want private power. We don't want the government to give us power. But here's the this movie does make certain choices that were honestly very compelling. Like the yes, the mayor, for example. Yep. I would like to watch an entire movie about. I was so obsessed with her. She She's great. incredible. She she deserves her own like prestige drama eight Absolutely. episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. I, if this movie was about something that wasn't bats, it would be. I'm not kidding. It would be a classic because the the set pieces are a blast. But every time they cut to like the threat, it's laughable. Because they are. It's just those jacked bats. It's a bunch who, of who are like wherever our meet our leads are. The jacked bats like Statler and Waldorf from the from the Muppet Show are perched somewhere above like ah! Ah! It's and just that- a bunch of jacked Texas bats. <laughs> Dude, so many bats have moved from LA to Texas. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, oh yeah. They don't want to pay taxes and they have a big stand-up you see, career. You know, there. Like Joe Rogan interviewing that bat last week. <laughs> you know, and that, that bat is not an expert, but he asked some good questions. I yeah. thought that bat asked some good so, questions. So 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 you you're awake at night. <laughs> <laughs> but you're asleep during the day. That is, that is so fucking wild. <laughs> Here's the thing. Bats, bats love bats love cigars. Bats Jamie, love c- Jamie, pull up the clip of pull up the clip of that bat, the man I, bat. Have you heard about I this man it. bat? I thought he was inter- it was interesting when he was like, hey, hey, bat, hey bat. Have you heard about the the the, the pyramids? And that that all of the gold had to have come from outer space? You heard about this, right? Jimmy, pull up that video. <laughs> let me let me just This show brought to you by YouTube Shorts. <laughs> what I love about this movie is it does have a lot of elements to your point of like what was it based on? And Jurassic Park feels like part of it because it's like, oh, yeah. like I feel like there was a, a an era where it was like, we're gonna chop her to a scientist somewhere. It's like we we never see that part, but like like We'll fly to them. They're never driving to those scientists. Like, that helicopter lands... That's a $4 million trip. (laughs) Just a chopper, two CDC scientists to a remote site to just to get a bat expert. <laughs> and there's just five of them. Like the most of the movie there's there's your friend Dina Meyer. Yeah, Dina Meyer. Who's Diz fantastic from Starship Troopers. This. She's great. She's great. Leon, 
Oh, Leon. Incredible. Who I remember from, Incredible. The, from the Madonna, uh, like from the Madonna video. video. Yep. Remember that? Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, he was legit hilarious, I thought. Oh, yeah. Every line he had, like, like, remember early on, he's like, man, I hate bats. And she's like, why do you do this job? He's like, I want to have sex with you. I'm into you. Like, <laughs> he's like super horny. Everyone's horny in it this It was movie, funny because every now and then his jokes undercut plot. Yeah. And then they had to like walk it back. It's like, you can't say I know nothing about bats, and then later go, "Well, I made this mock-up yeah. of how the bats well, got." I've worked on this for years, he says. <laughs> he's like the computer guy doing all that stuff, and he's like, yes, afraid of bats. Dina Meyer at the very beginning of the movie very boldly says, "I will kill no bat." Yes. Yeah. Then I think proceeds to kill thousands of yes. bats. <laughs> she, when she says, <laughs> "We have to." annihilate them <laughs> like it said was such yeah. like wow like that's she's really that's what's great the gravitas moments of this movie it's a great comparison to jurassic park because those moments land when it's t-rex and dinosaurs but when those guys come out in the helicopter and she says what's going on and they say bats dr casper <laughs> it's bats <laughs> i what are we doing <laughs> we can't do that I, April. I, here's the one. Here's what I wanted. Oh, you have it. I, well, I, I, I'll, I'll pull it up with a drink. I, I really wanted to see the why she loved bats so much. I never felt like I could well, quite, quite get behind it. Her monologue. She has a story, but I wish it had but been a flashback. Door. It should have been a flashback, and I just, I guess, I didn't find it satisfying. I will that flashback. I, <laughs> I did feel like, oh, there were points where she seemed to be able to connect to the sonar of the bats and the call. Yes. And I yeah. thought, is she part bat? Is she? Uh, her mother was a bat. She, or she got bit by a bat. They, I, has, like, I don't. A connection. I, nothing about the way she performed, because I do like her performance. But the story is flawed. It's like, I was a is child. It? Wait, Are you're you telling sure about me. that? You oh, sure you're telling me Dreamer? the story of bats. <laughs> no, 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 flawed? no, 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 no. Her story of why oh. she likes bats because she's like, oh yeah, I was a child and I was fucking scared of a bat. And my dad's like, I'm gonna make you hold one. That that felt like more traumatic to me. And she's I, like, and then dad. I held it and it was so delicate and I loved it. And it's like, <laughs> and then my dad said, it's not that bad. It pollinates the forest. And she's like, okay, that's my that's my profession. Like it's like it, it was a quick jump from. <laughs> And I have to say, I mean, I've never held a bat, don't want to, won't. But I'm like, there's no way that you held a bat and felt any sort of maternal affection towards it. Yes! Maybe, maybe you no would be way. like, maybe you would be like, oh, okay, I'm not as scared anymore. But you yeah. wouldn't be like, oh. I got to take care of these guys. I guess. Yeah. I, I hesitate to tell the story again, but I will. Um, my stepfather captured possums. And and here we, we go. <laughs> and for uh, for Halloween, would put them on our doorstep, uh, so kids coming to trick or treat would be really freaked out by these possums trying to get out of their cages. Uh, and Paul, yeah, I know that for me when I grew up. We would put up Halloween decorations. Yeah. And they might, they might be out there for a couple of weeks. 
Was the possum in a cage on your porch for weeks? Until no. Thanksgiving? Just. <laughs> it's time to take the possum in. It's Thanksgiving. Now put up the Christmas possum. <laughs> I mean, 13 years in and we've never heard this? What is what? The, Wow. My, we used to catch possums in this like trap that would keep them alive. And my stepfather thought, well, this is the greatest time to use all these traps. We, we laid them all around the front door. So kids would walk up to our front door, and then all these cages were rattling with live possums in them. June, um, June, June, has Paul at all asked if he can do this at your house? So here's what's interesting. I had never really been into like Halloween decor. And I have noticed, Paul, I'll say it right here, right now, that every year we are bringing more attractions into our Halloween experience at Well, our when home. I found this thing that you can drill into a tree that's a face and arms, yeah, I'm going to fucking buy that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so do I don't I know have, where we end up. You know? Do I have a clown that when you walk by him, he's activated and steam shoots out of his mouth? Yes. <laughs> have I freaked out the, the, the mailman? Yes. <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> I mean, it's You guys fun. have a, a, a P.O. box now because the postal service <laughs> will not deliver to you. <laughs> they don't want to be breathed on by a clown crawling out of our garden. The third Ooh. carrier had a heart attack in, in a week. We have to end this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was always like um I didn't think of it as weird, but the the possums watching the possums in the trap reminded me of these uh, these creatures like it's it's um Well, those were real animals suffering. It was a uh, it was a no-kill trap. Oh. It was a no-kill trap. Sure, sure. We would we would then pile the traps in the car and then drive out far away and release them. <laughs> into into <God>. a lake. <laughs> we um, would release them into a river. <laughs> I I um I also thought like talking about like Dina Meyer telling the story about her dad making her touch a bat. Then I also felt like Lou Diamond Phillips had a fucked up childhood too because he's like Blood Moon. My mom always told me when a yeah. blood moon happened, someone gets killed. Like, that was Jesus, crazy. Your mom told you that? He was also in that scene. He was. It was really uh, mid to late nineties, uh, where the uh, the coolest and hottest thing a man could do was uh, suck on a cigar. You know what I mean? He's got a cigar like four times in the yeah. movie. It's like, oh, you think he's cool now? Watch him suck on this six-inch turd. <laughs> Fucking, you're going to fall in love, Dina Meyer. <laughs> very, very 1998 energy. I love uh, that cigars. he was like, loved opera. I yes. believe brought his own opera album to the I had the that school. question, it's, too. The album is like, not there. Was it in the car with him? So that's very important to him. Never comes up again. And he basically is like, please don't tell the guys downtown that I listen to the opera. <laughs> also, I will say, like, I think moments before they go into the school and they start the A-team montage, oh. the other, there's the guy from Shawshank who's yep. like the bad guy. And then there's his deputy who's a great actor named Carlos Chicot. He was Ramon the pool boy from Seinfeld. Yeah. You know. uh, he gets killed by the bats. And like, they... It, like, like, 10 seconds later, Lou Diamond Phillips makes a joke, and Dina Meyer's like, and then they're into the montage. It was like, 
Like it was like like this man just died. He was oh, yeah. a colleague of yours. Can someone call his oh, family? Not maybe? even. Not it's oh, not. Hey, uh, Carlos is dead. Yeah, Bats got him. They yeah. didn't even cover him up because no. he gets killed at night, and then all of a sudden there's a photographer like it's like hey, cover this man. He is his oh, throat you, is slit. You gotta figure that the bats killed three hundred people that night. Well, right. the thing is, but the thing is, in 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 the attacks, it seemed to me that they would kill one person and then all leave. Like they're like, all right, we killed the one person for night. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, and I'm, it was I'm, like, they, the bats. This does give me Jaws three vibes in that it seems to be that the bats are seeking revenge, <laughs> <laughs> and that is something I wish I wasn't saying <laughs> to the crowd. But it is the bats appear. The two main bats who escaped the lab appear to only want to kill the doctor, the professor. Yes. Right. Right. And he seems to be like true. Well, they kill the two teens. They kill the two teens, right? They kill the two teens, but once the professor's there, they're like, they're going after him. And he's like, like, they want me. I can control them. It's hard because they were killing so many other people before and after, to be quite honest. Some of those people were horny so bad. Well, they deserve to die. Yeah. I've always said that. Everyone, Lou Diamond Phillips, LDP, very horny in this film, oh, constantly yeah. making like jokes to Dina Meyer. Like this reminds me of fishnets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, but but yeah, why, no, they, no why sex. is that joke told twice? I don't know. Because it's great. Because <laughs> it's a great joke. <laughs> because it, like they realize, oh, the theater will be laughing so hard that we need to yeah. hit it again for. The, <laughs> I, I um. <laughs> also, I gotta say again the. Fr- Two-thirds of this movie, when all this is going out, there's five of them. The minute the CDC showed up, they should have been like, fucking call Washington. Get get Bill Clinton. Well, like, where's Bill Clinton? But to your point, I just realized when Junior <laughs> oh, were saying that. I wish this movie not... had the line of dialogue, uh, uh, where's Bill Clinton? I promise you. It would have solved so much. Oh. Uh, if there was a scene with Bill Clinton where Bill Clinton, like, and it's the act, Bill Clinton playing himself was in this movie, and he has to give like a press conference where he's like, "We will not let this country be torn apart by bats. I feel your bats." I would have even settled for John Travolta as Bill Clinton from *Primary uh, Colors*. Yeah, oh. <laughs> but there is a moment where you just said it, June. I just realized it. Lou Diamond Phillips isn't even the sheriff of this town. The sheriff. He is. Well, then who's the sheriff? She's the he's mayor. The oh, the mayor. She's the oh, mayor. She's the yeah. sheriff. She's the mayor. That woman is the mayor who gets cut by the bat on She's her the sheriff. Yeah. He's the mayor. Two yeah. shows the that opposite. I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, here's the interesting thing about how the bats attack. Because there are times where, again, I do still have some questions about the difference between the radioactive bats and the regular bats. But the regular bats seem to be able to kill someone very quickly just by biting their necks. Sure does seem that way, yeah. It sure does seem that way. And overwhelming people with, like, bats. Well, and that I can understand. Like, a swarm of anything. Honestly, anything. What's a group of bats called? I kept writing a flock of bats, and I was like, that can't be right, because that's seagulls, just like Jonathan Livingston. But... (laughs) Do we know what's a, a roost, right? Is it a roost? Is it a roost, is of, it a bats? roost of bats? Let's see. Ooh, I wow. like that. I I'm going to say a, a murder, A murder of crows. That's crows. A colony. A colony. A colony. colony. My man, right there. Tim, wow. give it up for Tim, Tim everybody. Tim knows everything. Right there, Tim. Wait, right? Tim knows everything. Wow. Yeah, it's Tim. Well done, Tim. Well, okay, so let's hear the, like, we can watch a doctor here describe <laughs> uh, what these bats are, because I think they're, I'm agreeing with June. I think all these bats were, were, uh, were gotten something. Here's like, 
Uh, here, this is my favorite scene in the whole movie, actually. Tell me, Dr. McCabe, what exactly did you do to them? I'm sorry, but again, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> now that's bullshit. <laughs> Those things are killing people in my town, and as far as I can tell, you're directly responsible for that. We need to know what we're dealing with here, Doctor. I'm kind of curious myself, now that you mention it. Ghost! <laughs> Ghost! Nobody heard him. All right. I'll tell you then. You let me know how I do. You've somehow increased their natural intelligence. Yes. Here's my favorite part. He's, in, right. a, he's in a Sixth Sense movie. <laughs> Leon, Leon is. When, when, this is the best moment to say that he's dead. Here we go. All right, here, I'm going to rewind it one more. Here we go. Oh, wait. I'll go. She, by the way, puts this together too quickly. You let me know how I do. You've somehow increased their natural intelligence. Yes. And their ability to work together communally. Well, that's not so bad. Right? You could all use a little dose of that. Then you made them aggressive. Ghost. Ignore it. Ignore Finally, you made them carnivores. No, Dr. Casper. I made them omnivorous. Put my bats anywhere in the world and... They will feed why would you do that? Because I'm a scientist. That's what we do. We make everything a little better. Bigger livestock, better crop yields. Millions of years of evolution. What arrogance to think that you could do better. Apparently I have, Dr. Casper. How does more bats give you better crop yield? I love that moment, though, because he goes, we made them work together. Go, That's good. Then they kill people. That's bad. <laughs> like, you, like, you needed someone to be like, just in case the audience isn't following it. Yeah, some things are good and some things are bad, but you'll be the, you'll be the voice of the audience there. <laughs> it's such a thing. They also knew they had this big reveal of they've weaponized the bats for the, yes. the Department of Defense. And they really wait to say that they're turning them into weapons when that's clearly, it's what clearly what's happening. <laughs> they clearly had nothing in the scene. He goes, uh, crap yields. <laughs> that's like, that, that Why would they need to be able to kill people if, for crop yields? But they also like set up stuff that you don't see pay off. Like that scientist is in his dark, not laboratory, police department. I'm sorry. Can we talk yeah. about the la the lighting in the lab for a second? All blue. Holy fucking shit! <sighs> this is a laboratory. You need lights. The, the lights in the lab are are off. Yeah. The there is magic hour sunlight shooting through the windows. <laughs> into the floor and then he's looking at a sample with a tiny light it's There's like also the fuck the, the diner is also oh, seems to be as if the power has gone yes out, and the emergency lights have turned on and they're like well this is what we're doing every place in town looks like they have no power and then they reveal power in a crazy way like the kid playing a video game oh no no we're right. fully loaded but the town is dark like it is comically I, dark. I feel like they destroyed a real town for this movie, which is kind of, oh, kind I of hope cool. So. I think that's kind of Some cool. of those like those set pieces with big car crashes and explosions, I was like this looks good. Yeah. I the, thought that yeah. the I thought that the scientist I thought he was in his hotel room. <laughs> Wait, that when, he, when when he's looking through the microscope? Yeah. Because well, this is how well, he's it does traveling. Look like hotel he <laughs> live there oh, permanently. Do you mean in the school? Because he also does look when they're in the, the school. No, the, uh, la the lab. The, the lab. school is definitely the lab. He I, does look like a, I could see him being like, all right, I'm on my I way. I'm at my embassy suites right now, but I'll be on the way in a moment. I could have sworn I saw a bed in that room. <laughs> when, well, sometimes the cops work so hard that they just, you know, the nap, they yeah. get on a nap too. The, there is a moment 
that I love in this movie. It's going to be hard to explain, but I'll try. Where it starts off on, on the, the pool boy from Seinfeld, who's great, and he's on the phone, and the camera pans off of him, and it goes on to the scientist who's looking in the microscope. But in a normal movie, they would be like, yes, well, I'm right here. And then that voice would kind of trickle out, and we'd just be focused on music and the guy in the lab. But while he's looking, they keep his volume up. The guy in the movie's like, oh, yeah, no, she's very nice. Eh, I don't think so. No, we'll probably meet them up later. No, they don't need to know anything. Yeah, I, 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 sure. This uh-huh. movie does Oh, I think I pizza. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like them, but I don't love them. I mean, you know, like, yeah, we should like, get a salad, too, maybe. Okay. This movie does a lot of that, wherein, like, somebody will be deeply foregrounded in an extreme yeah. close-up, big face, bad guy, and then right to the side will be all three other cast members, yeah. like, 13 feet away in the deep background. And it's like, the movie is visually... In a way, very interesting for what it is because they're trying to do something. But a lot of times I was like, what is going on? This that, feels like kids being like, let's make a movie. That scene I think we were just talking about when they're in the lab. I remember being like, how much fucking longer is in this movie? And I looked at the counter and only 17 minutes had That's gone true. by. Listen, like, when the military shit. I, when the military called and said that they were sending in the um the air troopers or whatever they were in 62 minutes i was like uh, oh no by the way that oh no 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 that no. moment where you see the f16 scrambling the funniest shit so clearly from a different film <laughs> like i imagine that the director said to the line producer early on hey i would love if possible if we can get a couple shots of f16 scrambling like, uh, you know what we just did iron eagle we can get it we, we can, got by the way right. you're right great it's iron eagle 2 it's iron no! eagle 2 yes is it that's what it is wait did i do what yeah it's I iron eagle i did not know that I just thought it was a random, like, Department of Defense industrial film from, like, 1982. It is literally, Which is like... basically what Iron Eagle is. Uh, but he did not get that. And just, it looks like it's a different film. It's, it, 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 like, it's different film stock. Different it's film shockingly film. different. Like, yeah. And that's the weird thing about the movie is, like, they also do the giant massacre. Like, the end of the movie massacre right in the middle. It's like, well, we're not going to top this 300 people killed in the town. Right, it's like, right. now it's going to become, like, a... Oh, like a like a, a room drama, like just well, that's the people why I was in also sm- so fascinated by this mayor because she did tell everybody to get inside, and they Does it make and a maybe they evacuate and, and evacuate. And by yeah, the way, that's, you that's know what? also Texas. It's Texas <laughs> Friday night football. You don't mess with that. That's also Texas. I don't care if I'm gonna get eaten by a bat. <laughs> Oh. I'm gonna watch my gigantic grandson. And honestly, it develop was CTE. It was seventeen. I could not believe they didn't show what I would have paid to see that woman, that mayor, go around and somehow get the word out that the bats are here. I I would pay very good money to see that scene. I guarantee you this town is full of (laughs) anti-batsers. Here is... Here is my theory. Don't, 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 don't applaud that. That was Here, a litmus test. You failed. Don't, don't. My, my theory is this. This movie, the term bats is just stupid. Like, <laughs> hearing bats too much, it's like, it just is stupid. I don't know. And so um, Averill cut together a montage of the amount of times that people say Great. the word bats. Wow. Uh, wow. Bats. Bats. Batcher. I work with bats. Bats. 
I think this is what must have happened. I think that initially they might have thought like, well, we'll just the bats are the bats are bats and they'll be um, killer bats. And that'll be really scary to see all those bats as killer bats. But then they must have shot some of those bats and thought like, oh, this doesn't work at all. And then they made just two crazy looking pterodactyls because the bats Two, like, because proper puppets puppets yeah. because that's what was so tough about the movie i kept on thinking to myself this is a movie about bats this is a movie about bats wait but you needed to remind i yourself? did actually because what i was <laughs> seeing what we just saw because what i was seeing bore no resemblance to a bat yeah no, right, they were definitely right. the same puppets they use for like ghoulies they yes, yeah. it felt like they definitely yeah. felt like little demons of some sort yes. you know the yeah. other you just weird munchies and it felt like it munchies. It felt like munchies. Yeah. The other really weird munchies. puppet to me was um, the baby puppet. Oh, that was the baby from American Sniper. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. When it goes in the crib. Uh, I was so upset by the way that baby looked. And I know yeah. that the movie wanted me to feel nervous about the baby. And I wanted to. But I was like, that baby is scaring me more than that bat. It was very upsetting. It was almost as upsetting as, again, great actor, but Carlos Jacot's haircut. They were like, so you're a CDC scientist. We're going to make you look like Ringo Starr in 1960-fucking-eight. You are in Hermit's Hermit's Hermit's. Good news. Okay. You're in a Hermit's Hermit's cover band. Your character name is Peter Noon. The, uh, your bangs need to be lower. Cover all your eyes. You should look like, a, like an old-school cartoon character. By like, the way, though, they gave him a really heroic moment. I mean, that did. man sacrificed his he life. He did. He was a good guy. Yeah. Trying to save, uh, you know, and, and Dina Meyer, who is in this and is, I can't remember, what Dr. What's her name? Dr. Sheila. Sheila is her first name, but Dr. Carter is it? Dr. Casper. Dr. Casper. And nobody is calling her Dr. Casper in this movie. Everybody's like, hey, Sheila, get over here. <laughs> and they're meanwhile talking to, like, the, the, the bad guy is like, Dr. What's his name? He's like, the bad guy. Yeah. Whoa. She's Doctor Dr. Ward Norton from Shawshank. It what? was very there was a lot of a lot of outbreak vibes. In fact, yes. because this movie is only available, I believe, on Freebie, which has ads, I kept toggling over to other tabs to watch clips on YouTube during the ads, and yeah. I went down a outbreak wormhole, and then oh, I went wow. through a JT Walsh wormhole. The best, amazing actor, and then that got me in a Sling Blade wormhole. <laughs> And wow. I found out, I watched a video called Five Reasons Why John Ritter Didn't Like Sling Blade. Whoa. And I, the, Which has to be truthful. The, uh, <laughs> the videos on YouTube are always right. They're always <laughs> the truth. The first reason was he didn't like his haircut. But then the movie had started, so I had to toggle over. I didn't watch the last <laughs> four. It's not oh. a great story, a, but it happened. I don't like that he's so upset. I mean, I like it. it that For two ninety nine, <laughs> I rented the movie and didn't look back. 
for $14.99. I bought it because I knew I was going to have to watch it on multiple devices, and I was right. Yeah. Well, it is good. When you watch a movie, you want to watch it the way the filmmaker intended. Like, I went to Hollywood Boulevard to the IMAX to see Oppenheimer. 70-millimeter <laughs> so prints. I watched this on a broken iPad on a toilet. <laughs> and it was, like, perfect. Yeah. This movie, written by John Logan. Right. So wow. th- I was going to bring this up. John Logan wrote Skyfall, Rango, The wow. Aviator, Great Gladiator, writer. Alien Covenant, Spectre, Hugo, Sweeney Todd, Last Samurai, wow. Any Given Sunday. Did he write this movie when he was like a little boy? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote this movie on a dare. <laughs> what, is, what is wild about this movie, it's one of his first credits, but this movie was produced in just five months. One of the fastest produced 35-millimeter feature films from script to screen to receive a wide release. What's so crazy is it seems as though they spent so much time on it. <laughs> they, they, they got the script and hired the director in May. Production began in June and July. They shot for 36 days. They edited, including 250 visual effects, scored and mixed in August and September. They cast 3,000 bats. (laughs) (laughs) And they released it on 2,540 screens in October. So from May to October. That is fast. That is And they really thought this was going to be big. They, yeah. Like to release it that wide, like that, they must have thought this. We, we're sitting on a. We gotta line. hurry up, guys. Yeah. Well, I think it's like they need to get out for Halloween. This is a Halloween oh, movie. I guess you're right. But yeah. I will say there are moments that creep me out. The movie is not like incredibly bloody, but that moment when all the bats are on the, the car, um, the car, yeah, was disgusting really and disgusting. weird, and yeah. it was like I gotta there say too, I love when the bats coming through and she grabs the cigarette lighter. I love that. And that's a joke you couldn't do anymore because of cancel culture. Oh. Can you pull up that clip of bats? I feel great. talk to the audience. Is this when you want your spotlight? Let me ask you a question, Bat. What do you think what do you think about all this cancel culture? Do you guys deal with that in the bat world? Because in here it's fucking crazy. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever read the entire plot of a horror movie on Wikipedia? Because you gotta know what happens, but you kind of are too terrified to watch it? Well, then you need to check out HeadGum's Horror Movie Recap Podcast, Too Scary, Didn't Watch. Each week, resident Brave host, Sammy Smart, recaps all the gory details of a different horror movie to her scary cat co-host, Emily Gonzalez and Henley Cox. They've recapped almost 200 movies from classics like The Exorcist to recent horror films like Hereditary. Past guests include Haley Joel Osment, Betsy Sodaro, and Paul F. Tompkins. Subscribe to Too Scary didn't watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every Wednesday. 
I love Disgraceland. Jason loves Disgraceland. What is Disgraceland? Well, it's an award-winning podcast that blends music, pop culture, and true crime with a deeply researched storytelling and cinematic sound design. Okay, Jake Brennan is a genius, and he's talking about everyone from Jerry Lee Lewis to the Wu-Tang Clan, all right? I mean, we're talking about ACDC to Cardi B, and Disgraceland is expanding to include stories from beyond the world of music. We're talking about Anthony Bourdain, Kobe Bryant, Steve McQueen, Andy Warhol, Heath Ledger. This is a must-listen show. I love it so much. If you want to listen to full episodes of Disgraceland, they're released every Tuesday with bonus after-party episodes released every Thursday. Check out Disgraceland on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, or DisgracelandPod.com. There was another moment I was genuinely creeped out where one of the, I think one of the the real big bats, the killer bats, like tapped yeah, on someone's shoulder, like a human shoulder. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was really... Well, that's, a, that, that's very the, tiny, unnerving. the tiny fingers and hands of the bats yeah. are so weird. Like when that bat is just crawling up the like the tailpipe, like, ching, it's like, like John McClane in Die Hard, just like... Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Yes, we were we are watching a movie where where our heroes are 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 human people who are trying to survive this bat nightmare, a la birds or something like that. But boy, the movie should be about the bats who escape a torture lab where they then are able to exact revenge on their torturer. Their story is the heroic one here. I want to watch only the story of these bats. Maybe they link up with Amy from Congo. That's the movie. That's the team-up movie. By the way, I just want to shout out uh, Jimmy one more time because Jimmy says a line that I wrote down that I love. He goes, (laughs) uh, he wrote, bravo, like they say in the opera. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you needed to, to comma that. Like, just bravo would have worked. But then I was like, oh, is that a dig on Lee Diamond Phillips? Okay, sure. But it also felt like he was just doing these jokes for himself. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I think he might be a ghost. So, <laughs> Can I tell you what, I, what was my favorite line yeah. in this movie? It, and I'll, I'll do my imitation of uh, Lou Diamond Phillips saying it. So when they, they're in the cave in the space suits, in the mine, whatever the fuck, he goes, wait a minute. If there's this much guano in here, Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) By the way, they are in a river of shit. A river. Like up to their kneecaps. These are a river. Up to to their chest. And Uh, we did see the amount of bats that were in that roost. And I have a lot of questions about their digestive systems because, like, that is still. Luckily, Tim is here to answer all of those questions. (laughs) Do God, bats just have so diarrhea? Much. All the time. Only diarrhea. <laughs> Man, remember between Ace Ventura and this movie, Guano was so hot. <laughs> Guano was it. It had a moment. <laughs> like, and, and one of the bats is able to unlock Lou Diamond Phillips' space helmet. helmet. He takes his helmet off. Like a, and it's not as if he's being swarmed by bats and it pops off. A single bat is like, well, here's the line, or the whatever, the oxygen line or whatever, and then pops the helmet right off. And Lou Diamond Phillips is then bitten by the bat and then walks through guano. This guy is dead. He's dead. You can, he's, he's dead, folks. He's guano dead. in all of those wounds. When the bat's on him and she she shoots the bat and then there's like a little explosion 
and you get the blue lightning bolts that you used to see in 90s movies. Oh, and yeah. it just made me think, it made me appreciate James Cameron's blue lightning bolts. Sure. And again, I imagine the director being like, I want top of the line blue lightning bolts. I want the, the James Cameron. And they were like, yeah, for sure. And then like a week into shooting, the line producer's like, hey, we couldn't do that. We have the guy who did the fucking Garbage Pail Kids movie. He's going to do the blue lightning. And the director's like, fucking we, fine. I got bigger problems than that. And we do have the costume for Alligator if we need it for anything at all. By the I way, laughed I laughed so hard. There were a couple moments in that final sequence that really got me good. When one, that one bat woke up and was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard. And then when, when our heroes are racing out of the mine, um, those bats and all of them are flying after them, but just sort of paced right behind yeah. them. They never, just they never, sort of, they catch, never up. catch up. And I'm and like, even in the elevator, flying. when they get in the elevator and the bats are just right below just, them. Just right and also, there. If you've, you've, we've all been in a room with the bat. They're the fastest things on earth. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's why flying. when Lou Diamond Phillips sticks out his gun in a car, like, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to kill yeah. Dina Meyer. You're, you're going to kill yourself. It's crazy Absolutely. how much people are shooting bats with handguns. With revolvers. <laughs> with, with fucking revolvers. I oh, no, I'm out. Shotguns, I understand. That's a very widespread. But for people to be like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Dina Meyer is a doctor of batology. She's yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. Like... <laughs> But they're also missing a lot. I'm like, early on, I'm like, you're in Texas. Go to any child's birthday party and get an AK-47. It's there. Machine guns. That's what's going to kill these things. Not a fucking six-shooter, Annie Oakley. <laughs> Let's go to Everybody, the crowd. Everybody's given an AR-15. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we have in the crowd. We have a hand raised right over here. Okay. What do we got here, sir? Your name, your question. Uh, Pete. Uh, my main question is to talk about the necklace and the idea that she had a necklace, and I forget why it was, but then to put it around the guy that the scientist who saved her, but he just got eaten by the bats. And I know it had something to do with the bats, but it was a good Still. luck. She goes, This is an ancient Chinese symbol that gave her good luck because it, bats in Chinese culture uh, are a good omen. Yes, but. They killed him. Yeah. Like, right. Fuck <laughs> you. To, yeah. it, it seems like the necklace was it, the necklace was both not a talisman that protected her, and it was a form of mockery by putting it on him. I gotta say too, I must have like t been watching like a Kitchen Nightmares clip with my other tab because I have no memory of a necklace. In this film, so. Well, it wasn't as much a necklace as it was like a choker. You know, it was like a piece of bl black fabric and a... Well, every man wants to be, have a choker put on him as he's dying. <laughs> Looks so uh, no, cool. I, uh, no. <laughs> she choked him out. Okay, yes, uh, your name... Oh, I love your shirt. Uh, your name and your question. I'll hold Wait, what's the shirt? It's, uh, it's Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic oh, nice. Park. Got oh, it. nice, great. nice, nice. Oh. So, to answer June's question... What's the your name? Oh. <laughs> Too much pressure. My name's Matt. Hi. Thank you, Matt. Um, to answer June's question from the beginning, the two jacked bats were like Indonesian fox bats or something, and those were the ones that the, he did science on, and they had <laughs> So you're virus. saying, Matt, you're saying that's their normal size? They I, are large. I guess, but their virus infected... The, uh, other regular bats. But my question is, when they're 
doing the montage and uh, boarding up the school, he's like, hey, I contacted the bats. They're coming to get you, and I'm going to rule them and stuff. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about I that. Question, how did he do that, that Matt? The bats? Matt, do you know how he did that? that? I think he used a bat phone. You, you know, I think... <laughs> Can you show Matt out? Thank you for your service, sir. Can Matt be can Matt be shown out, please? He definitely he Not definitely had some bat communicator because I think earlier in the movie, when the Jeep is being attacked, all their eyes turn red yes. and they're like, Foom, we're out of here. I and thought, I think he hit it. By the I way, can I just point some this? sort of Stand up like over. controller or there was gonna be some reveal that he was able to communicate with, control, or Something, but I never felt like it was uh, laid out in, uh, for us. Go uh, ahead. Sorry. I just want to point out an amazing costume here in the crowd. We oh. have uh, some two costumes here. Yeah, look at these costumes. Some oh bat costumes. Oh amazing. Very scary. You can do all right. Well, let's do it. Let's see. Yeah. Try to keep it interesting. Okay, one. So flying foxes are fruit bats. They're adorable when they eat bananas. They look like little flying, like, dogs. They're super cute puppies. Um... He calls them like the ugliest thing in the world. Uh, two, there's a bridge in Austin that's completely been taken over by bats and is now protected by, and I think the bat, um, the bat scientist Merlin Tuttle was the one who kind of got that all, all underway. Um, what do you mean completely taken over by bats? They are. No, I've, no, no. I've actually, June, I've actually June seen this. avoid the bridge. I do have a good tip for you, though. So bats also are one of the primary, they may be the primary pollinator for um Agave, so if you like tequila, bats. Um, I mean, I thank them for all they do. I don't no, no, want no, to have, interact with them. We thank, we thank bats for their service. them, yes. Whenever I'm, I'm in a first-class seat and I see a bat, I give him my <laughs> yes. seat. Let me be clear. And I sit and coach. I, I, let me it. be clear. I love bats. American bats. American bats. Not these Indonesian flying Texas. foxes. Wow. I do love bats. This is all just stuff. I this is all the stuff that she had. She loves bats. It can't wow. be that amazing. Wow. Fantastic. So great. Amazing. Oh yeah. And and an amazing bat costume. Thank you for both your knowledge and your commitment to the costume. Yes. Okay. Uh, your name and your question. Hi, I'm Ethan, and my question is: How did a bat know how to take apart a car? <laughs> Which they do to the police van. Well, because all bats, they have to learn how to survive. So some, I mean, that's, that was part of when it, When right? they were in the lab, the cages were lined with car and driver magazine. And some they, of can the, re, they can't, it depends on the bat, they can't read. I will say, in the, the doctor does the say, the doctor does say a number of the bats were on an AP track, and some of the bats, though, were on a vocational track. So Those are guys, the bats that got Do you guys out. drive cars? Are you guys driving cars? I heard <laughs> these bats are driving cars. That's wild. <laughs> Jamie, show me that video of that monkey <laughs> driving a bicycle. Elon. Elon says the bats are going to be driving these cars. <sighs> oh, yeah. Bats are uh, epic. Uh, I love my bats. I love bats. <laughs> All right. Uh, your name and your question. Um, my name's Evelyn, and I want to go back to the necklace because if you know what the necklace means... It's even more cruel and strange that she leaves it on his dead body. <laughs> uh, so bat in Chinese is bianfu, and fu means blessing. So her necklace was actually a symbol of the five blessings, uh, which are 
One, health. Two, wealth. Three, long life. Four, love of virtue. And five, peaceful death by natural causes. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Wait, was that Evelyn? Was that? Yes. Amazing. Give it up for Evelyn. Wow. That was incredible. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Now, obviously, we have opinions about this movie, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. The bats are engineered. A massacre unfold. Then we see those puppet bats. And we've all been trolled. When the pets attack, Gallup was aware. Go to Florida next. I want to send you there. Don't mess with Texas or their gun power. But these are bats. You know that they don't care. I see their wings. It's like an angel sigh. Texas took our choice. Women have no voice. Patriarchy, the movie's wild. Oh God, I give it five stars on Amazon. All of the stars hear the bat screech. Oh man, that was amazing! Wow, that was amazing. What's your name? Jen. Jen. Amazing. I thought. You guys ready for this? I thought I was setting up Jen. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Jen a break. I won't have her follow the duet. Now I'm like, oh man. Good fucking luck, boys. She knew. She knew. She knew. I should have listened. All right. Here we go, guys. Which Madonna song will you guys be doing? (laughs) So uh, I'm Mark. Connor. And now it's time for second opinions. If you ain't watching Bats, get the fuck out of Largo. If you ain't the wildlife zoologist with a special link here at Pratchett, get the fuck out of Largo. If you ain't waist deep in guano, get the fuck out of Largo. Bats, 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 everybody! Bats, 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 everybody! Second opinions on the rocks, and I'm ready for some bats. Puck holes, Amazon, every time I'm watching bats. The reviews hit five stars every time I give them bats. So cups in the air, everybody, let's watch bats. Yes, give it up. Yes. Wow. Please. Great job. All slapping. Just escort them out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Escort them out. Escort them out. Just, you guys keep walking straight through the door. <laughs> All right. So there are 600, 672. I feel like the Bats version of shots could chart. Probably good. Um, 
There are 672 total reviews. 67% are five-star reviews. Let's get into it. Are a lot of the reviewers, uh, their last name, Diamond Phillips? (laughs) (laughs) And Diamond Phillips. (laughs) I will go on record and say, I thought LDP crushed it. He fucking crushed it. Just crushed it. LDP always crushes. LDP and Dina Meyer were absolutely, everybody was great. And, And most of the time, there's really only Four people on screen for yes. the most. For I'm going to say 85 percent of the movie, there's four people, which on is screen. crazy. Uh, LDP, Plus the Jack deser- we need an LDP renaissance. LDP, uh, LDP brought his own on- cigars. He brought his own cigars and sure. improvised yeah. the majority of his dialogue. Thank God. Thank God that you're, that what you said checks out because there was a scene early on when he's in the truck with her, where the scene is only like 12 seconds long, but he says, "Uh huh," five times. <laughs> In like 12 seconds. <laughs> so yeah, him, him riffing that, I, I, I buy that. <laughs> yeah, I can improvise. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got it. I loved, I loved when Jimmy said the line about, this place is as tight as the Alamo. And he goes, nah, that's maybe not the best. <laughs> maybe not the best comparison. <laughs> I felt like they all had chemistry. They even had chem- with, yes, even with chem- Jimmy, the ghost. I mean, even, <laughs> even Jimmy says, Houston, we have a problem. I, mean, Shout I do out. feel like a lot of the movie was improvised. <laughs> Well, you have to. I mean, you got to you're working off these bats. You got to say something. Um, all right, D3 Mighty Ducks wrote this review. Wait, a movie reviewed another movie? <laughs> D3 Mighty Ducks is the username. Imagine identifying so much with that that you beat them to the identifying moniker. D3 writes, this is a good watch, dot, dot, dot. Better to have it playing on in the background It's nothing special. (laughs) Yet, it's special to me. Five starts, starts, five starts for something that did a lot in 90 minutes. Five stars. Bats. (laughs) I just want to go there again. This is a good watch, dot, dot, dot. Better to have playing on in the background. Five stars. (laughs) It's nothing special, (laughs) dot, 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 yet special to me. I feel like if the person was allowed to go on, they'd be like, it's terrible, but to me, it's a class. You know, like, it really is. I mean, it's okay. It's no Mighty Ducks 3. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, this one is written by Humble Opinion. This is one of my favorite movies. I am into the sci-fi aspect of the bats. The fact that this is possible, that this could happen. And I really like Lou Diamond Phillips. The picture shows DNA experimentation and combines it with some comedic responses. This has got to be one of the all-time best ooh and yuck movies (laughs) that doesn't involve sex or human-on-human violence and mutilation. For old-fashioned Bats Gone Wild flick, this is the greatest. Old-fashioned Bats Gone Wild? I bought those DVDs. I had them all. I bought all the Bats Gone Wild. Old-fashioned yeah. Bats Gone Wild. This bat in Panama Beach shows you all eight titties. <laughs> the ooh and yuck is so funny. And it goes, the acting is good, but I have to say Leon for a contributing actor, which is a term I've never heard before. <laughs> I have David Zaslov <laughs> created that term. <laughs> Penciled down, Ike. <laughs> <laughs> the acting is good, but I have to say that Leon, for a contributing actor, is the best. A guy that works with bats, 
hates bats, and finds humor in the situations he can't beat. Five stars, Lou Diamond Phillip rocks, and of course, the bats aren't bad either. <laughs> Holy and, shit. Uh, <laughs> and then this one, uh, I'll just end on this one from Anthony Wilkins, who writes, ah, we got many bats out here in Hervey Bay. Nothing out of the usual. Good film, though. You might have noticed I have some strange tastes. Five stars. It's so interesting because listening... Who does this guy think he is? Listen. Listening to these Amazon five-star reviews, like, it's so crazy to hear their screen names, but honestly, it's even crazier when they just write their names in. Yeah. Like, that's so scary. They're like, also, people need to know who what I, I am think. and what I think I about I feel like that guy has a million reviews and he doesn't Absolutely. watch anything. He's just like, oh, yeah, the lo- this lawnmower is pretty good. Uh, I'm not really a lawnmower guy. I'm kind of into other stuff. You know what I mean? You're He's more just of a, trying to meet people. More of a lawnmower man. <laughs> He's trying met, to get some follow-up questions going. We met at the Amazon Marketplace. He was reviewing a scrub daddy, and I was in the market for a new kind of sponge, and I just liked his humor. It was fun. <laughs> I will read the occasional third opinion, and this one was really good from... Michelle Varenzi. Why did you look at us and do that? Because because your name is Michelle Varenzi. Who it is? Because June said that she's (laughs) most weirded out when someone says their full name. I thought June knew Michelle. Oh, sorry. (laughs) And this one is from Michelle Varenzi. June, your college roommate, Michelle (laughs) Varenzi. So Michelle uh, gives it one star and writes this: Bats are not monsters, and they should not be portrayed as such. Hang on. Wait, are you what Michelle? Was Batgirl. Batgirl. Ma'am, are you Michelle? Bat lady. Is your name Michelle Varenzi? Yes or no? <laughs> so that is, those are some second opinions. Man, oh man, bats and bats and bats. This was, I mean, I recommend this movie. I thought this yes. movie was very fun in, in the way that we've watched a lot of bad movies, but. There's something sure. joyful about this movie. I, I feel like the, everyone was in on the joke. The thi- yes, uh, and that, and plus, I feel like every every ten to fifteen minutes, the movie would become a different movie. <laughs> Which so it's constantly being like, well, what about one of these? Do you want it to be yeah. Assault on Precinct Thirteen with bats? It can be for about fifteen minutes. Do you? It's like it's a bunch of different kinds of movies. I'm just excited to know that. When I do die, uh, hopefully... Which is so soon. It could be tomorrow morning. It could be in 50 years. But as I am dying, and I'm saying goodbye to my family, I know I'm going to look at them and go, bats, 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 everybody. Yeah. It's so hard. You know, I have become so mentally deranged from this podcast that I don't, I genuinely, like, I don't know what's what anymore. So, yeah, I guess watch this movie. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, compared to a lot of the other movies we're forced to watch, this yeah, was I guess watch genuinely this. very fun. I, I thought it this was out of this is my third time on this podcast. Yeah. This was by far the best movie. Oh, that's a nice uh, yeah, review. Yeah, it, it has the most solid core. Yeah. I mean, it did come out in 1999 where the top movies were Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace, The Sixth Sense, and Austin Powers. This did actually beat the movie Jack Frost, uh, where uh, no, no, no dad Michael is Keenan. no dad. Yes. 
where, where, where the kid says to him, Dad, you're the man. He says, no, I'm the snowman. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. And it also and, the and, 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 and Ike, another character, says, Snow Dad is better than no dad. <laughs> it's always true. Always true. Um, also, I will, I, will, I will just comment that in the movie, during the, I will say, epic small town set piece where the whole town gets destroyed, Nosferatu is playing at the movie yes. theater. Which I very much enjoyed. Hey, have you noticed that at no point uh, is there more than like nine people in a shot together? No. They have yeah. like no budget for extras. Zero. Crazy. Crazy. It is crazy. When we talk about John Logan too, he was a playwright in Chicago for 10 years before writing his first screenplay on spec, which was Any Given Sunday, which was released the same year as Bats. Wow. And he was nominated wow. for the Oscars in 2001, the year, like two years after this for Gladiator, then a couple years after that for Aviator, and then a couple years after that for Hugo. This Fuck. Is, well, this, you know what happened yeah, is he amazing. probably sold Any Given Sunday. Yes. And they're like, this is great. What else, what else you, you got? got? And he's like, ah, uh, nothing. I mean, unless but, you like bats. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. There was a sequel. Lou Diamond Phillips and Dina Meyer had five-year contracts with Dimension Films, uh, or sorry, Destination Films, in case of a possible sequel. The contracts expired in 2004, and Bats 2, Human Harvest, began production in 2006. And uh, much of the dismay of the director of Bats 2, who didn't want to spend money on CGI, he found out that all the puppets were missing. Yeah, I'm, I'm so into it. Mostly on all the puppets are in the first movie, so we'll, this would be great. All right, day one. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so Lou, Lou Diamond, what do I call you? L, uh, LDP. <laughs> you're going to walk in, Dina. You're going to walk up here. And we're, we're, how far away are those bats? Are they flying? <laughs> we, don't, we don't got the bats. You don't have, you don't have the bats? <laughs> Everyone go home. <laughs> At what point in post do you feel like they were like, I think we need to make all the bats sound like the Predator? Because there is a point where the bats start to be like. Yeah, I, at a certain point, because I watched it with subtitles on, obviously, and I always. do th always, and I I think I saw the phrase bats cooing. Yeah, multiple times. I and they are they, that is like it's increasing throughout the movie. The bats, it's like. The movie wants to be Jaws. The movie wants to be all of these things, but the bats are so so tiny and so insignificant that they have to make them jacked and give them like a very threatening chitter that they can be like. <laughs> but I will say hats off to this movie because they hats do off. kill that final bat. They don't give you a sequel possibility. They kill it. They run and over. I like it. Good. Loved it. Done. He's yeah. over. We did it. We solved the movie. Because once you kill one bat, that's, that's they're it. all dead. They're we all know. There's certainly not a bunch more underneath him. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, Frank Barinholtz, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> June Day and Raphael. Jason Manzoukas. What a show. A big thank you to Ike Barinholtz. And guess what, people? We love doing live shows. We love doing live shows so much that we have put together a very quick impromptu tour in just a couple of weeks. That's right. On October 18th, we are going to be in Portland, Maine. Then on the 19th, we're going to be in Providence, Rhode Island. Then on the 20th, New Haven, Connecticut. And then on the 21st, we are wrapping it up at BAM in Brooklyn, 
Movies have just been announced. Go to hdtgm.com for more info. And guess what? We're going to do it again in November. We're going to be in Chicago on November 8th and 9th. And then we're going to go to Minneapolis for November 10th and 11th. I cannot wait to get back out on the road. Come on out, see us. And guess what? People, if you're in LA, let me tell you about a show that is going to blow your mind. It's called The Givebackula Spectacular. It's happening at the Orpheum Theater on October 25th. I'm going to give you a special code right now. You buy one ticket, you get one for half off, which means two tickets are going to run you about 75 bucks. And listen to this show. Jason Alexander, Halle Berry, Jack Black, Rachel Bloom, LeVar Burton, Nicole Byer, Drew Carey, Brian Cranston, Monet Exchange, Little Dicky, Lindsay Doherty, Simon Helberg, Janelle James, The Band Lawrence, Michael McKeon, Kumail Nanjiani, Patton Oswalt, I'm Not Done, Ray Romano, June Diane Raphael, Sam Richardson, Andrea Savage, myself, Dax Shepard, Lily Tomlin, Jeremy Allen White, people, this is a giant show. It's music, it's comedy, it's games, and I'm giving you a special way to get tickets if you use the code SOLIDARITY. Just go to Ticketmaster, look at the Givebackula Spectacular at the Orpheum Theater on October 25th, 2023. It's for charity. We are raising money for crew and IATSE and PAs, all these people who cannot make unemployment benefits because of the AMPTP work stoppage. I want you there. Come out. Let's have a great night. I mean, that's a lot of show. You heard those names. All right. So check us out. It's all for charity. It's a good, good thing. Now, Jason, do you have anything you want to plug? I do, Paul. I would like to plug something, even though we're in this period where we're not plugging much and we're not supporting a lot of stuff that is struck. I would like to uh, promote something that I think is a wonderful, incredible opportunity for people who are in New York. There's a music festival that I've talked about here on the podcast before. It's called Raga's Live. Um, tickets are available at ragaslive.com. It is an incredible 24-hour music festival that is all Indian classical music and other music uh, from around the world, all at Pioneer Works in Brooklyn, an incredible venue, um, incredible lineup of musicians, really like bananas-level stuff. Go to the website, come check out good music. It's going to be absolutely fantastic, ragaslive.com. And as always, make sure you hit up our T Public store. That's right at tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. And you know what? If you have a correction or a mission from this episode, let us know. Go to our Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM or leave me a voicemail at 619-PAULASK. Then make sure to tune in next week to our Last Looks episode to hear what you had to say about bats. I'll respond to your message. Jason and I will also break down some new listener submitted how did this get made themes plus there's a bonus scene that i am so excited to play for you because it was really fun it was hard to cut but we had to and you know what that's why you tune into last looks for deleted scenes remember you can find us everywhere online at hdtgm or you could even check out our website at hdtgm.com you'll find out all tickets information where we're touring all that sort of good stuff and if you love the show tell your friends uh because word of mouth really helps and it's a lot more fun watching these bad movies with a buddy and last but not least i gotta say thank you to all the listeners who support this show every week who come out to see us live and our entire behind the scenes team who keeps this show running i am talking about our producers scott sonny molly reynolds our movie picking producer averil halley our engineers casey holford and rich garcia our associate producer jess cisneros who makes those amazing social media videos that's all i got people we'll see you next week on last looks until then Bye for now. 